What's going on, my friends? I hope you are ready for Memorial Day. I know that I am. I got some drinks and some treats and a whole lot of meat because I love grilling and of course I am the father, the husband, the gamer, and the little dog with the large appetite known to some by his call sign, Hungry Pup. And I'm here to remind you that there's always time for video games. But first, thank you all for listening and thank you all for following me on Twitter. My handle is J1MBO15. My email is call sign hungrypup at gmail.com. If you like the music, it is music by Eric Matt Yes. He is located at www.soundimage.org. This song is called Palin' Around Paris. And I gotta say, this song just sounds so catchy. And in a way, I do feel like I'm palling around Paris. I don't know if you guys have played Final Fantasy VII. I mean, not VII. Final Fantasy XV. There's this one... There's this one level that is Italian. <laughs> it is, uh... It's one that's like Venice. It reminds me of Venice, at least, and... For whatever reason, this song kind of just sounds... Like... That level. Got a lot for you today. And... I'm gonna talk about the three video games that I beat. And now I'm gonna go through three reviews... For those video games. Because I've been busy this spring. I've beaten Injustice 2. I've beaten Mortal Kombat, and I've beaten Watch Dogs Legion. And finally, after I get through those reviews, I'll wrap it up with a discussion on what I'm playing right now. And of course, we can talk about what I should play in the future like we always do. So I hope that you all out there are staying safe and finding time to enjoy the ones that you love, and friends and family, and of course, finding time to enjoy the things that are not so important like video games. Although, I will argue that video games are super important because they keep us from taking the world too seriously. There are so many responsibilities that adults have, and it, be, it can be quite burdensome sometimes but when you have video games it's just a little bit of an escape a little bit of a reminder that you can take some time for yourself you can do something that really is just for relaxation there is no other benefit <laughs> you're not going to better yourself usually by playing video games and there's so much pressure to do that today whether it is by eating right or exercising or learning or bringing more to society. But video games are just so simple. There's one thing to be gained. Levels. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. I, I, I love playing video games. I love that throughout my life I found consistency in since I was a little kid. And playing video games, whether it was Mario 1, 2, 3. Uh, and now today, as I approach my 40s, and I have a family, and the video games I play 
are much different, to say the least. So I'm going to talk to you about Injustice and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> How'd you go in there? Injustice 2, specifically, and Mortal Kombat XL. These are fighting games. Injustice 2 and Mortal Kombat XL were both made by Warner Brothers Studios. And their Metacritics are pretty close. So Metacritic for Injustice 2 is 87. Metacritic for Mortal Kombat is 85. Likewise, the user on Metacritic, user scorer for Injustice 2 is 8.0. The user score for Mortal Kombat X is 7.7. .7. These are 2D fighters. Injustice released in May 2017 and Mortal Kombat released about the year before in March 2016. So you got two 2D fighter games that came out roughly the same time and both made by the same studios and both did pretty well from a user standpoint. So I'm going to give you my review and what I thought. So, starting with Injustice, I started Injustice on April 1st of this year. I bought it for $5, and I must say it was it was a good $5 spent. I was just surfing the PlayStation shop, and I came across Injustice 2, and I thought, $5 seems like a good decision. <laughs> seems like a good decision. What else could I spend $5 on these days? So figured I would shake some things up this spring. Uh, I played a fighting game. I haven't done so in a while. And I, and I haven't played uh, a DC fighting game ever. And real quick, before I get into it, I wanted to just give you why Injustice 2, why the DC theme. And the answer is the Snyder Cut had recently come out. And my wife and I had wanted to watch the Snyder Cut because we had seen the Justice League or the Justice League from Joss Whedon. So we were excited for the Snyder Cut. Put me in a DC Comics mood. And sure enough, it didn't take long for me to want to play Injustice 2 to, to continue the DC Comics theme. Also... Last year, I spent a lot of time watching movies about comic movies, comic book movies. And last year, I decided that during the pandemic and the circumstances that found us inside more, that my wife and I would watch all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we undertook that last year, finished actually with <laughs> Endgame, on New Year's Eve, so it was it was actually a lot of fun. I, I recommend the I wouldn't call it binge watching, but I recommend the idea of having a movie night once a week and just going through an entire I don't know what we call what do we call this universe <laughs> an entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it was there's about twenty movies in the MCU, and I went through them about once a week, and we started about 20 weeks or whatever it was before New Year's Eve, and it just worked out so well 
that on New Year's Eve we watched Endgame, and it was a lot of fun. So, of course, in 2021, we started with uh, DC and then and went through all of those. So I started playing Injustice 2. So the characters in Injustice 2 are the DC characters. There's Batman, Superman, Supergirl, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, Deadshot, Blue Beetle, Gorilla Grodd, Bane, Poison Ivy, and of course the villain who is known as Brainiac. There's also some downloadable content, I believe. Sub-Zero was in there, and the Ninja Turtles. And as a kid, of course, I loved the Ninja Turtles. Michelangelo, specifically, I thought was really was was a cool dude. Was a party dude, in fact. Um, but that was DLC. I didn't pay for the DLC. Instead, I I played through mostly played through mostly as Harley Quinn. Why did I pick Harley? I'm not sure. It was sure she was uh, her speed, <laughs> her combos. Uh, when you when you play through the campaign, they let you try out every character or a lot of different characters. And I found when I was playing as Harley Quinn, it was easiest to do her moves. So what do I mean by that? The gameplay to do moves, to do combos. There, the way that the gameplay works in Injustice is you you pretty much are button mashing. It's got this very Mortal Kombat like move set i should say like a lot of moves are like back forward square and of course i'm thinking of the spear throw for scorpion was a back forward x or a back forward button move and then of course the the sub-zero freeze was a down forward move and so there's there's move sets that are down forward button so the gameplay that one could expect no matter who you're playing as to just start hitting down forward and a button and back forward and a button and back back and a button and a back down and a button comma it's pretty straightforward if, if you've ever played a fighting game it plays just like that combos when i was in an arcade i remember combos were a lot more complicated but the combos in this game were just square triangle x square 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 like the things that were very simple and of course, I'm, I played on the PlayStation 5, so I'm, I'm square, triangle, X, and circling. Not not hard at all. And one thing that was unique about this game, and I'll talk about it in Mortal Kombat as well, there's this thing called the super move. And it's a move that, that you hit, I think, R2, and then suddenly you get like this free combo, like this, this cutscene animation. Where you do, if you're, for example, if you're a Batman, you kind of take the character that you're you're playing against, and you put them on the Batmobile, and then you drop them down. You do these things. Uh, it gives you a, a quick combo. So it was it was unique, and every character had one. It's fun to do. The that's a, that's about it. I mean, there's not much else to say. There's no finishing moves, of course. And it was just combos and special moves, and it was fun. It was a fun game. Art style is much more like Zack Snyder, I'd say, than Joss Whedon. Not, not cartoony. Kind of dark. It was very fitting of the DC Extended Universe. 
And the character interactions were really cool. So, like, before each fight, if it's Catwoman versus Wonder Woman, they'd say something to each other, like this little quip back and forth. So, that was engaging and fun. And the more characters you played at, as, the, the more interactions you could see, and kind of made for a very engaging storyline. And so, what was that story... Is your very typical, your Batman and your Superman must team up to beat a common and deadly enemy. And that deadly enemy was Brainiac. And from if you watch Batman vs. Superman, it was a very familiar character arc of, you know, Batman and his, we can't trust uh, an alien with that much power, and Superman is, is you know what the right thing to do is, Bruce. It's kind of... Typical Batman vs. Superman stuff. But it was a fun story. I enjoyed it. It kind of fit right in with the movies I was watching. So my verdict is... I play a lot of long games, a lot of role-playing games. And I really appreciated that when I played Injustice 2, it wasn't so long. It was, it was a, a quicker game. And I was able to just kind of try something new and... And just and finish it relatively quick in about eight hours, in fact. And I really appreciated that that quick story, that quick uh, storyline. So um, that'll bring me to Mortal Kombat, which was also an eight-hour game. While we're on the subject, and real quick, Mortal Kombat X. I started it. On June 1st, 2018, 2018, June 1st, 2018. So while I started Injustice very recently because I was watching the movies, I started Mortal Kombat X years ago and I didn't finish it. So this was a classic case of a game that I had started and put it on the shelf because I wanted to play other things. And I remember the day quite well. I bought it in Target. <laughs> we were buying things for the kids, and or the the yeah. And then we came across I uh, came across uh, Mortal Kombat was on sale, and I was like, I gotta have this. My wife said, Why? And I don't know. Just it's because I'm at Target and it's here. <laughs> so I that's how the story of how I got Mortal Kombat. And then sure enough, when I got my PlayStation Five, the Part of the free games that were included when you get PlayStation Network was Mortal Kombat. So this is an example of $20 that I spent back in 2018 for a game that I wanted to own and then played like literally a mi an hour, if that, of, and then put it on the shelf. Then it was free, and then when it was free, I wanted to play it again, and then I finally beat it, so... I guess it's a, a good ending in that I eventually played through it. So there was that. So Mortal Kombat. A uh, quick story on Mortal Kombat. As a, as a kid in 6th, 7th grade, I, I had Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. <laughs> I think that was how the timing lines up. And I've, I really enjoyed it. I used to play it in the arcade. And I used to do the fatalities in the arcade. And, and then... Growing up, 6th, 7th, 8th grade, it's weird to say that I, I used to play Mortal Kombat and I really liked it. And I 
got older and then in high school i think mortal kombat ultimate came out and then i played that too so mortal kombat is is a story is the lore whatever you want to say is something that i've it's it's almost nostalgic i guess it's it's been something i've enjoyed for a long time so i got mortal kombat 9 when that came out i think on steam for the pc and now here we go mortal kombat x comes out and i get that and play through that finally so why did I get Mortal Kombat X? It, it's just I wanted to be part of the evolution of Mortal Kombat. I wanted to play through the new characters. I wanted to see how the old characters' stories changed. And I just wanted to do it. So characters. Which are the characters that are in this game? So the base roster, roster is Cassie Cage. So that's Johnny Cage's and Sonya Blade's uh, daughter played by Ashley Birch, one of my favorite female voice actresses. There's also your standard people, Jax and Johnny Cage, Kung Lao, Liu Kang, Kano Molina. Then you have Kenshi from Deadly Alliance and, and Katana, Raiden, Reptile, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, you know, the usuals. Um, even Ermac is in it. But then you have like this, this second generation, like I started to say. The second generation of of characters like Cassie Cage. And there's also Jackie Briggs, and so Jax's daughter. And there's also this guy, Kung Jin. So he's a descendant of, I believe, Kung Lao. And there's Takeda, and this guy Takeda is, is Kenshi's son. He's the son of uh, Kenshi Takahashi. And... Uh, so there's the second generation in the game, and, and I remember when I when I knew that about it, I wanted to, to check it out. So I I played through it, and I played through the story. So then before I get into the story, quickly the gameplay. So as I was describing for Injustice 2 and, and kind of how the combos and the, and the special moves work, I wanted to set the the tone just really for Mortal Kombat X is, is pretty much the same same type of gameplay it's not any different use the same button techniques as injustice the same but same button mashing in fact all the way down to where the spear as i said before is a back forward square and uh, this the uh freeze from sub-zero is a down toward square instead of super moves now we have x-ray moves which is pretty much the same thing and just a little more gruesome with the theme of Mortal Kombat. And of course, there's fatalities. So I would almost say they're made by the same studio. They play the same way. They feel the same way. It, it's, it's almost the same game, except with Mortal Kombat characters and, and, and fatalities, as opposed to Injustice. All the way down to there's interactions that are in the Mortal Kombat theme, which I really appreciated, just knowing all the lore. And so the art style, I would say that they, there was a lot of detail in the character designs. There was a lot of attention to detail in the character designs. And I really appreciated that because Mortal Kombat really never had that in, in a lot of forums. But Injustice, you know, DC, there's always been attention to detail in the DC characters. Attention to detail in Superman and Batman. That's always been well thought of and and uh, well-known. 
But with Mortal Kombat, it really hasn't. I mean, other than a, a really bad 90s movie that came out, and then video games that were borderline animated. This was the first to really have attention to detail on the character design, and I really, really appreciated that. And of course, for those that have HBO, the, there's the new Mortal Kombat movie that came out as well, which was very, very well done. Big fan of that, in fact. And so what's the story in this game? So this is something that takes place like 20 years after one of the older Mortal Kombat stories. And you have all these second-generation fighters, and there's a bunch of weird politics that don't make much sense, and then they build up some bad guy as unbeatable. And then, of course, there's a the big fight with the bad guy, and I'm not going to really spoil it, although I'm not sure it can be spoiled. It's, it's just this eight-hour-long plot that just is there. And they lay out all these rules, I guess, that you would appreciate if you've played all through the other games. And what I mean by rules, like, there's the amulet, and, you know, it's powerful. And there's this guy who's, you know, the bad guy. And he was a bad guy in one of the older games that you have had to have played. And honestly, <laughs> I, I played a lot of these games. But I, at the same time, like, I didn't know all these these people. Like, I, I just did it. So... But anyway, it was it was fun. It it just didn't have that epic plot line that kind of you would hope in a game. But at the same time, it's a fighting game, so it's not like it's going to spend a lot of time on story. And the good news is they released a movie out that did spend time on story and and was a good movie and was fan service. So if you if you want the epic plot and the story, then watch that movie and I'm sure there will be more movies. So if you play them off of each other, I actually rated Injustice a little bit better. I gave Injustice all Bs, and I gave Mortal Kombat a C for main story, B plus for art style for the detail, and a B for gameplay because it's pretty much the same gameplay as Injustice, no different whatsoever. So there you have it. Um, moving right along, the the game the third game that I played <laughs> and beat. Because I had a very productive spring, like I was telling you guys. I'm very proud that I that I actually beat some games. Although, I'm not really sure I could take much credit for beating games like Mortal Kombat and Injustice. There are eight-hour games um, that I, I just beat because I could. Uh, but the third game that I beat was Watch Dogs Legion. And if you listen to my other podcasts, you'll know that I was trying to decide when I should play Watch Dogs Legion. I was also trying to decide if I should play Watch Dogs 1 or 2 beforehand, but I decided not to. I couldn't wait. I picked up Legion. So so why? I, I picked up Legion for $20, and I, I got it because it was on sale on March 28th, 2021, and I was surfing the Sony PlayStation store again and found Watch Dogs Legion. And I started it off right at the end of March. So, it kind of speaks to, I guess this and, and Mortal Kombat speak to why I should in the future not buy games at release and instead wait, because the Mortal Kombat example, I bought it at release and I didn't play it until three years later. And then the Watch Dogs example, I didn't buy it at release in November 12, 2020. I wanted to, 
<laughs> I really wanted to, but I didn't because I, I wanted a PlayStation 5, and if you heard my other podcasts, you'll know that I pretty much whined about it for months, um, but I never got it until until this year, so I didn't, I didn't get Watch Dogs Legion when it came out. Instead, I got it on sale, so it kind of worked out that March came around, it went on sale, it dropped $40, and, and then I picked it up and played it. Um, the reason why I played it in March right away is I thought it was only going to take me about 22 hours, but instead it was about a 38-hour playthrough. The maker, of course, is Ubisoft, Metacritic score of 66, and a user score of 5.3, which is brutal. And this genre is an action-adventure open world. So I'd love to review that for you. And I'm going to do so again, starting with characters. So anyone that knows anything about Watch Dogs Legion is the thing that is unique about this game is that you can play as any character, any non-playable character. <laughs> you can play as any non-playable character. I'm just making sure I heard myself say that. You can play as any character that is walking around in the world you can then turn the non-playable character into a playable character and then play as them. And this is significant and interesting because there are 9 million characters in this game that you can stumble upon and you can use your little watch to hack into who they are and you can see what their skills are and you could recruit them. So that, I thought that was fascinating. This is why I wanted to play this game. You can recruit 45 players at a given time and no more than that. And if you want a new character, you have to sort of release one of your old characters. That is not a problem, the 45-player limit, because I had about 20 recruits on my roster at the end of the game, and I, I never got near 45. I mean, I could keep playing and and keep recruiting people, but I didn't. Um, so who are these characters that you can play as? Some of them are cops. Some of them hate cops. Some of them are experts in some in driving cars, experts in fighting. Some of them are janitors and construction workers. Some of them are drone experts. And believe me, this game likes drones. They like drone missions. They like drone control. They like... Drone surveillance, everything. There's drones all over this game. And I shouldn't have been surprised because there's drones all over the cover of this game. So if you like piloting drones, I promise you will like Watch Dogs Legion because that is a lot of this game. So logically, if you recruit someone who is a drone expert, they will be very useful for a lot of the different missions that you have to do. So what are those missions? What is this gameplay? So there's about eight story chapters. There's plenty of recruitment missions, and there's a lot of erratic driving type things you can do. You can just treat it as a sandbox if you want. Just drive around and do your thing. Or you can play this game like Grand Theft Auto. Or you can do purely for the story. It... All the while, this game is being narrated by a charmingly British computer named Bagley. Bagley has quite the sense of humour, too. The more you listen to Bagley, the more you find yourself laughing at all the quirky things that he has to say throughout the game. 
And I and trust me, you'll get used to Bagley. He's he was a lot of fun, and he made me laugh quite often because out of nowhere he would start telling these jokes <laughs> in his pleasantly delightful British accent. Watchdogs Legion. Bagley, and they call him Bags, and they have all these nicknames for him. So Bagley's like the artificial intelligence. So if I were, I were to sum up what this game is, it's you you're a you're a uh, you're anyone in fact you're one person in this world that you walked past and you thought you wanted to play as, and you start playing as them, and and then you do these missions to to uh, I don't know, to help dead sick. So it, so it kind of has this rebellious tone. I know you're thinking, what is DeadSec? So if you if you haven't played any of the other Watch Dogs games, DeadSec is this is this organization, this underground rebellious organization that that has the message: you are less valuable than your data. You need to rise up and fight back. You need to take Britain back. And there's this very kind of rebellion type tone, and you know it it, it kind of resonates in in today's uh, data driven society. I'll say. Um, but you, but DeadSec is you, and you are DeadSec, and everyone is DeadSec, and DeadSec is everyone. There's this very much this, like anybody could could be recruited by DeadSec, and then you know can stand against the uh, those that want to to exploit our data and our identities. So that's that's what DeadSec is. That's what this game is. That's what the art style is. Very rebellious, very uh, rise up and fight back. And uh, and how do you fight back? You're a hacker, of course. So you have hacker watches, and you can you can hack into everything, people's phones, stuff, video cameras. And by the way, there's cameras everywhere. There's video cameras on the streets. There's video cameras. Everybody's watching everyone, and you can you can hack in and watch and and do surveillance. And of course, and of course, you can hack into a drone because drones are. And this is in the with the the, the semi near future, so drones are of course taking over the world. So, the kind of missions you're gonna do or or infiltrate these uh, these these groups or in, infiltrate and, and find out, gain information, which is super easy. I mean, anybody can join DeadSec, get in touch with Bagley, and he'll tell you exactly what to do. You'll do a lot of hacking. And it's fun. I gotta say, it's fun. And it's up to DeadSec to save the world. And I enjoyed it for about 38 hours, but at the end of the day, like, what was my verdict? I ended up being disappointed only because in a game where that is advertised that every NPC is playable, every non-playable character is playable. <laughs> okay, I can't get over that. Then there is just this opportunity to do so much with that, but what ends up happening is every NPC is bland and forgettable. <laughs> and I guess I should have expected that. You know, if you could be anybody, then, of course, there's no one worth being. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of like this Catch-22 part of it. Like, I was all excited that I could do anything, and then it was, well, I don't want to be any of these people because they're all forgettable and bland, and it's it's like wearing this, like, I don't know this generic shoe <laughs> and and you just don't remember there's so many shoes available that you just at some point you don't have anything on your feet <laughs> so, <laughs> okay okay hungry pup that was a that was a random analogy uh but anyway i hope you enjoyed those reviews so 
Injustice 2, Mortal Kombat, Watch Dogs Legion, played all three of them, beat them, feeling very, very excited about my progress in 2021, um, feeling a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling happy. It's always good to, to beat video games, play video games, carve out that time. Um, so where am I going to go now? I, I, of course, it's, it's the end of May. Memorial Day is coming. I, I played through these three. I've, I've played through several this year. In fact, if you want a quick recap, I, I beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey in the, in the first quarter calendar year. And then Animal Crossing kind of died off around then. And Rocket League finally died off around then. And then I played Control, and that was not that much fun. Uh, then I played Just Cause, which was Just Cause 4, which is a ton of fun. And then um, here I am with Injustice and Watch Dogs and Mortal Kombat, which was fun. But now as we move into May, as we move into the, continue into the second quarter of uh, the calendar year, I need to figure out what to do next. And the choice that was in front of me last podcast was Watch Dogs Legion or Monster Hunter World. And of course... I picked Watch Dogs Legion. So logically, I would play Monster Hunter now. But the the interesting thing is I have not really played much Monster Hunter. I started Monster Hunter. I played about five hours of Monster Hunter, but it's not really gripping me yet. I I know it will be about a a 50-hour commitment, and it's free. I already have it as part of my membership, so... I should just play it and play through it one day at a time, you know, the Hungry Pup way. Just get it done. Get it in the books. Put it behind me. But I I honestly really haven't. What I did was in the April time frame, the end of April on release day. So I was just talking about how I didn't want to do this much anymore. I did it anyway. On April 23rd, I bought MLB The Show 21 for 70 bucks on release day. And I immediately went into the Diamond Dynasty mode. I am uh, a baseball fan. I haven't watched much baseball these days, but I am a baseball fan. And I played the Diamond Dynasty mode, and I have spent something on the order of between 70 and 80 hours since April 23rd. So in about a month. I mean, that's that's... That's insane, Hungry Pup. You're like two hours a day. You're over two hours a day. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've had some weekends where I got a little carried away. Uh, and some nights when kids go to sleep and, you know, I'm going to play a couple of moments and missions. So, where is all this time coming from? You know, there's always time for video games, but sometimes that time is better spent sleeping and and that's kind of where I've gone wrong. I've, I've I've cut into my sleep a little bit, which then cuts into my exercise. So need to uh, you know tone dial back the MLB the show, hungry Puff, because it was a lot of fun. But you know it's there's I gotta get to I gotta get back on track, right? I mean, why do I do these podcasts and and why do I I tell everybody there's always time for video games is because I'm trying to budget that time. Uh, and 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 do certain games and beat certain games and, and make it through my backlog list and make it through backlog bingo. And right now, right now my uh, my 
my message to all is I am I am kind of overcome <laughs> by MLB the show, and I need to get back on track. So we'll see what I say in in June and in this summer as I podcast again. It's gonna it's when did I stop playing MLB the show and when did I get back to Monster Hunter or uh, or something else? In fact. And uh, I'm not going to talk about MLB a show a lot in this one. I have a lot to say, in fact, about how much I like Diamond Dynasty and I like the card collecting and using the market. It's a lot of fun. But I need to get back to what other games am I going to play this year? And if I'm going to do a 50-hour commitment to Monster Hunter, that's really got to start now or else I'm going to be playing Monster Hunter into September. And likewise... The Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade releases on June the 10th, so a couple weeks out, and Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade comes out. Why do I have my eye on that? Well, Final Fantasy VII is free. I'm, I'm able to play Final Fantasy VII because of the PlayStation Plus subscription, but I could play Intergrade instead, and, and maybe this is a fault in the way that I think, but the way that I'm looking at this is, why should I play the free version when I can play the PlayStation 5 version that has Yuffie in it, right? I mean, the the, the latter is, is more, <laughs> and the former is cheaper, but is less. <laughs> so maybe I have to have more of the attitude, less is more, but instead I'm going the exact opposite way. I want the shiny thing that's coming out on June the 10th. And that's that's where I'm at. So so more to come. Am I going to play Intergrade on June the 10th? Or am I going to play MLB the Show? Or am I going to play Monster Hunter? Or am I going to play one of these other games? And quickly running down them, I still have you know, Infamous Second Son and Uncharted 4: The Thief's End. I really want to play that. Batman Arkham Knight, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I played the first one, was a great one, so Shadow of the Tomb Raider I'm sure is fun, Remnant from the Ashes, Marvel's Spider-Man, Middle-Earth, Shadow of War, Fallout 4, Watch Dogs 2, Greedfall, God of War, Watch Dogs 1, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Hollow Knight, Death Stranding, just to, just to name a few. <laughs> so my friends, this is why it's so important to prioritize because I don't know, I'd, I'd like to play all of these games, but I have no idea how long that is going to take me. I could always make time, but as new games come out, and these games remain on the list, that just extrapolates out into years to come. I'll be playing video games for always, 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 and of course doing other things like this summer barbecuing and grilling and, and playing sports with my son and all the other things that I wanted to do. This is a really, really long list. <laughs> so I got to tell you guys, I think I'm going to play MLB The Show for a little while. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to really get into Monster Hunter. I might just skip to Final Fantasy or I might just table Final Fantasy until like September. So more, more to come there. And finally, the Backlog Busters Bingo. I added Watch Dogs Legion to my list of conquests, if you will. Um, I have to beat three different games on three different systems, and so far I have a PS4 game and a PS5 game to get that, you know, that 1-1 square, if you will, 
I have control and just cause, so I gotta play. I gotta play and beat a Switch game. That shouldn't be hard. Um, also, I have a musical game. Thinking of Rock Band Four, getting picking that one up. I think that's a musical game, and uh, I don't know how that gets beaten though. So more to come there. A game with a bird on the box. That I'm gonna probably go for that. Don't know which game I'll end up picking, but there's a lot of a lot of uh, choices there. A game I started in 2020 but did not beat that, of course, is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. A non-sequel game with a number in the title. I don't have anything for that yet. Um, the Mortal Kombat game is a sequel game, I would say. Um, so even Mortal Kombat X has a number in the title, but I think it's a sequel, so we're not going to try for that one. A third-person game, well, Watch Dogs Legion is a third-person game, so I'm going to take that square. And... And then uh, beat a game and its sequel. So interesting um, how to approach that one. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of games with sequels out there, and and uh, I don't I don't know which one which way to take that one. But so far, so there, this if I go straight down the busters, I need one, two, three, four, five, six, six more games to beat. And, and I can go down the buster. So that's what I'm looking at doing. That's a quick update. I know I'm going to have trouble there because I can't stop playing. It will be the show 21. Um, and I don't think that game really gets beaten. <laughs> so if I play that like for the whole summer, then I don't know if I'm going to beat six games this year. But we're going we're gonna to stick with it. And uh, another thing is Final Fantasy VII Integrated. I don't think that really fits. Unless they put a bird on the box and I'm not tracking it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's not uh, a game that really I can get um, on this list so we'll see we'll see but anyway thank you all for listening thank you all for following me on Twitter and thank you all for for joining me in in the quest to to make time for video games I hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast and and stay safe my friends and and have a wonderful and safe Memorial Day and Hungry Pup is out.